So welcome to Bold Thinking, entrepreneurial stories honestly told. In a world full of chaos, this is a podcast about the people making positive change in the world, using bold thinking to transform businesses and themselves. And we know we need a bit of that at the moment. So self-described breast cancer arse kicker and campaigner, Helen Addis, does have a day job too as feature editor at the ITV's Lorraine Show. Having launched a successful awareness campaign in 2019 called Check and Change, Change and Check, sorry, encouraging women to check their breasts in changing rooms. And now, of course, while trying on their online orders at home, I got to know Helen as a result of our support for the cancer charity Future Dreams. And I'm delighted that she's been able to join us today during Breast Cancer Awareness Month, just as she's launched her new business that she described as Goop for the Cancer World. So welcome, Helen. Hello, thanks for having me on. I've got to say that I know you just said that it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's almost like Christmas to me because I feel that I'm allowed to talk boobs every single day and not not annoy anybody. Although I'm sure in about 15 days time, I will have annoyed everybody sufficiently. But uh, boob is on my agenda every single day at the moment. And it's needed. And unfortunately, one of the things we share in common is me and Helen have both had breast cancer. So it's a big part of our world. And, and to raise awareness is hugely important for, for both of us, isn't it? Because <laughs> it's a it really, rocky journey. Yeah, it really is. And if, and I think that um, it's like yourself, Julia, going through something like that, it certainly resets your mindset. And when I was going through it, I remember asking my friends and family like you do check yourself don't you because I don't have any family history of breast Mm. cancer so I thought if it could happen to me at 39 it could happen to anybody so um it really worried me when when my friends and family were like oh no I don't know how to check I don't know what I'm looking for don't like touching my boobs so that's why I came up with this this sticker here which goes on shop changing room mirrors so John Lewis, Monsoon, Dorothy Perkins, Faye Zay, Co., the uh, gym chain, uh, David Lloyd took it on. It was discussed in Parliament uh, with a view when COVID dies down that local MPs are going to um, roll it out into their um, constituency. So it's going to go into public, um, you know, the public baths, the, the, the leisure centres, GP surgeries. So that's kind of, you know, I was on a real mission with that. I absolutely love it. I think, but I think for me, one of the things, and you know, obviously, this is going to make awareness for women. And I think at the back of it, thirty-six women have found that they have had lumps that have been diagnosed, and it's really, really helped them. That's right. And I had another woman contact me yesterday to say that she saw it. So I'm up to thirty-seven. Wow, that now. makes my skin go is, bumpley. Uh, it does. And every single one of them, apart from Maggie, actually, because she's 75, but 36 of them were under the screening age. Mm. So had they not checked themselves, who knows what would have happened, you know? So, and I'm sure there's more people out there that the campaign has helped, but they just haven't, you know, um, contacted me. But it just shows that we can't talk about this enough, Mm. really. Um, And what's been tricky for the campaign this year and I had to really think outside the box is that changing rooms are closed. So when I spoke to um, 
uh, department stores and, and shops and so on, they're all saying, but our, our, clo- our, our changing rooms are shut because of COVID. So I've managed to get them to put it into their online order bags. So Dorothy Perkins yesterday ordered 250,000 leaflets. Wow. Um, so they will be hitting doormats across the country. Um, Monsoon have done the same. They, they're posting 4,000 for us every single day. But then I, I spoke to the Royal Mail because actually one woman that contacted me to say that she'd found her breast cancer early because of seeing it, she was a post worker. She was a, a postie. So I thought, ah, Royal Mail, I'm going to tap you up. So I asked them, you know, could we have a bespoke fancy Christmas, you know, like you have at Christmas, yeah, yeah. like a bespoke stamp made, you know, with the Queen's head and some like boobs on her. And they were like, oh, no, dear, it has to go via the Royal Household. Can't do that. So I was like, all right, okay, what about a postmark? Anyway, they only came back and said yes. So I love uh, that's that. it there. Yeah. And that is hitting tens of millions of yeah. pieces of post in the UK um, for a week in October. It. So it's that's going out the week of the 26th of October. I love it. So I'm I'm just I'm really chuffed yeah. and you know I'm I will just keep running and running and running with it. But it's a full-time job as well as mm. my job. Um, so yeah, so I need to create a balance in my life, which is why I, you know, have been talking to you more recently. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we really lovely for you to tell us about your new bold idea, uh, the C list. Um, and I've met, I got uh, contacted by Helen, I think, about a couple of months ago, and I loved it so much. We've been working together, and I've been helping Helen along the way. Um, but Helen, talk to us about the C list and this bold idea that you've come up with. Great. So this is outside of my sort of ITV head, if you like. So in my spare time, I've been thinking about the fact that when I was told that I had to go through chemotherapy and that I was going to lose my hair and lose a boob and everything else, um, one thing that my breast nurse said to me was, I need to rethink my makeup bag and rethink my, my bathroom cabinet in that beauty products that I'm using um, might be too perfumed or too um, have too many chemicals mm. in them. So I, I should only really use mild products. Um, so off I trotted down to my high street to go and buy, you know, my sun cream and my um, deodorant and toothpaste and, and moisturiser and so on. And I, I said to the woman in the shop, do you know if I can use this? I'm going on this chemo. And is this, is this like super mild? Is this all right? Because... I don't know about you, Julia, mm. but when you look at the back of some of these products, it's like a foreign mm. language. Like, I, I've got no idea what mm. all these things are. And, and the woman in the shop couldn't help me either. And I thought, that, you know, I felt really isolated. I felt really alone. And it actually was really mm. upsetting. And I know that these there are products out there that you can use. It's just you're not signposted to them as a cancer patient. So if you're vegan, one in 100 people in the UK are vegan. You know where to buy your products. You go to the vegan section. Mm. And these retailers, it's all singing, all dancing. Look at us. We've got vegan products mm. for you. But shove a bit of cancer in the mix. Mm. And it's radio silence. Mm. And it's, you kind of, I feel like it's a bit like, I've got cancer. Gosh. Do you know what deodorant I can use? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one you can use, didn't it? And it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. One in two of us get cancer. Yeah. And it shouldn't, we shouldn't be left, we shouldn't be made to feel um, sort of 
ashamed of it because I don't think it's done in its mm. in, intention I don't think these big retailers are saying like let's really twist the nice knife on these cancer patients they're mm. not doing that but they're just I think towing a very cautious line because they don't want to put their name against but, well I think a lot of a lot of it is is to be scared of it but actually to talk yeah. about something um you know, makes you feel like, you know, you're one of many people that are going through it. And therefore, you know, you're going to be here in five or 10 years time when mortality is one of your biggest uh, concerns, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, this isn't just, there are so many people out there living with cancer, but then for somebody like myself, that I've been through it and I've come out the other side, I also now want to carry on using less chemically yeah. um, chemical products just because I've had that much poison pumped through me mm. that I just want to make better choices. And I think it's about offering these choices to to consumers out so there. So what is the C list? Is this an online, the offline C- forum? How does this right. work? So the C list is an online, um, it's an online uh, one-stop shop basically to all the beauty products that you might need whilst going through treatment and mm. beyond that um, so we're working with lots of brands lots of trusted brands but also listening to fellow cancer patients about their recommendations of things that they use mm. when they were going through it um, but it's not just a shop it's a shop with a heartbeat and a pair of like loving arms that I want to welcome people in it's about being part of this c-list community to me you are the a-listers and you need advice on wigs we will have sort of blog um style uh, write-ups on there we'll have video tutorials of you know okay you've lost your eyebrows this is how you can not only we can we sell you the products but also we can show you how to actually fill your eyebrows in and how to take it off again at the end of the day um and just some uplifting stories from fellow cancer patients about stuff that they've done aspirational stories of stuff that other people have achieved because I don't know about you but you know I watched Bow Babe at the weekend who had just run the blinking marathon and she's living with stage four cancer bowel cancer I just think wow she could do that I could do anything there's a lot of fear in the world but actually when you're feeling fearful you just always look for you know the success stories because there are a lot out there aren't there there's a lot of people living with it that are thriving and growing and I think that's something around you know bold thinking it's around having an idea and bring it to life and activating it so you know where are you at in your journey at the moment Helen with this idea you've had this brilliant idea now yeah. you know what what's happening next what are your actions around this so my actions around this now is um alongside honest um building the building the website basically because Whilst I've got ideas coming out the bum on this, <laughs> I am not very good at the actual click it, you know, the, the actual sort of business, the functionality of it yeah. all. So um, um, we're at the design stage at the moment, put it that way, and, and kind of and building what it's going to look like to the customer. I've written all the words and got all the pretty mm. pictures um, and have the brands knocking at my door saying, we want to be involved, we want to be involved. So, um, yeah, honest to helping me pull all this together. So, um, you know, what do you now know that you wish you'd known from the start? Uh, do, do you mean, when you say from the start, do you mean from like 
BC, like before my cancer? Or do you mean from the start of starting the C-list? I think from the start of the C-list, you know, what made you, you know, when you started off with this idea, you know, is there anything, I mean, personally sort of looking in at you, Helen, it's almost like you had this great idea you rang me up about. And I was just like, why don't you do it? It's amazing. And I think a lot of people doubt, can they do it? Can they make it happen? Can they bring this bold ideas to life? Yeah, so I think with that, I wish I'd picked up the phone to you sooner. <laughs> I, I, think that, I think that's what I would say, because I think when I got off the phone from you, I felt like I'd grown a pair of wings <laughs> and that this was like, oh, my God, I can, I can, I can do this. This, is, this, could actually, this could actually happen. Because, you know, pre-cancer, I was very much in the bubble of, you know, bringing up my three kids and running my house and and working full time. Um, And I just never sort of saw myself outside of that Mm. bubble. And I had the idea and I think it's now just being actioned. And and I think what cancer's done for me, it's it's made me pick up the phone to to people and say, can you help? Mm. Like, is this a thing? And yeah, it's... It's amazing when you have an idea and you write it down and put it into the universe, how help comes in unexpected ways. I always think that. Honestly, I've had so (laughs) many moments like that where I I find myself saying thank you to my boobs for letting me down because in another way, actually... They've lifted me up, yeah. which is a weird thing to say, yeah. but it really has. It's a diamond in the coal, isn't it? It's a diamond in the coal, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, how optimistic are you? You know, what do you want to see for yourself a year from now? <gasps> so, I'm feeling super optimistic. A year from now, I want to see a really successful community in the C list. I want to see loads of interaction with people all over the all over the UK. I want to see good sales. Mm. Um, That's really important to me because I want to obviously create a really good balance in my life so that I can, um, so if I'm honest, so that I can afford to do this. And this is where my passion really lies. I've never felt more fulfilled doing something. And this is is something that keeps me up till two o'clock in the morning or I'm waking up at 4am writing something else down. But it doesn't feel mundane it doesn't feel like work it just feels exciting and it yeah so I've got big dreams for it I'd love to bring out my own like product range eventually I would I want the national press to be talking about it and I want people to come across it and say oh that's such a good idea I'm so glad it's there yeah I mean, I think the partnership with brands is is brilliant. And I think it's really good as well, because from their perspective, they're sort of looking at it and saying, how can we help? But also it's making them more sustainable and ethical in how, you know, they talk about their ingredients. I suppose the bit that really excites me, and I've talked to Helen about this, is, you know, the C-List having its own brand, you know, and having a partner and actually, you know, Helen being, if you like, um, standing on the the little, you know, the little uh, big vat of things and starting making her own products. So I can really see some amazing ideation around that, Helen. And me and oh, you yeah. know both know that when you go through chemo and cancer, I've had 20, I think you've had 16. <laughs> that we're chalking them up. I think between yeah, us, we've had dry skin, dry eyes, dry hair, no hair. So actually, really, you know, you coming at it from a cook perspective, I think you 
could be amazing. You know, linking up with one of these big brands that would um, take you into their kitchen, if you like. How would that work? Oh, oh my goodness. I would be all eyes and ears. <laughs> it would be absolutely amazing. I mean, that, yeah, I, I but think big, you know, yeah. I could see it happening. I can genuinely see it happening. I actually got a little tingle on my skin there, which usually means that things like that will happen. But I think what's really exciting is I think, yeah, you being a cook in our kitchen, I think is amazing. But I think as well, the terminology, I think one thing that I can't wait for everyone on, that's listening to this podcast to see is the content for this website. Now, I think what Helen's done is she's written a really lovely tone of voice. I think the look of fear we're working with her on is is really empowering because what I'd like to see is the fear being taken out of it and I think what Helen you're doing and I think back to it and I'd like this is a, a cry to Waitrose who we do actually work with and um, Tesco's we work with and a few of the supermarkets is actually Helen I'd love to take you in to see some of these people and I'm sure you've met them as well and say you know why don't we have a, a C-list aisle you know why aren't we doing this for our customers because it's a bit of like a a shush subject which makes you think why why is it such a shush subject you know why are people scared of it? Because, you know, unfortunately, we're living with this and a lot of people are. So why do you think brands shy away from it? I think that they shy away from it because cancer's not sexy. Mm. It's not very trendy. It doesn't really, maybe it's off. They, they think it might be off-putting for people. I think that they would be nervous to put their, to recommend something because of the, Legality. you know, it, yeah. yeah, because of the legalities around it, if somebody were, were then to come back and say, look, I'm on chemo and I've come up in a rash on this. But I think we're all grown ups. I think we need to, um, I think we need to empower our customer. They need to empower their customer base to be able to make those decisions, but just give them a helping hand. Like these, these are the products that we have, that we've curated um, that we deem as the most mildest, but have the best effect, the best results, um, you know, and, and by all means, they could put a disclaimer there to say, you know, do check it with your oncologist. But from our point of view, these are, you know, these are the less chemically um, products out there. The other thing that got me, Julia, was, and I don't know if you were told this, but um, I, I, was, I was told to use baby products. Mm. And I was told in several places on some big cancer charity websites when it says, you know, you're going to get dry skin, uh, you use like a, a baby moisturiser. Like, the thing is, I don't know very many six-week-old babies that need deodorant or need toothpaste. <laughs> they haven't even got teeth yet. Um, or, need, more importantly, that bit of like uplifting fake tan, you know, that... When we're feeling really grey slash yellow and sick mm. and horrible, like I want to put a bit of fake tan on so that I feel like semi-decent about myself. Um, so no, baby products aren't going to cut mm. it. So so I would love these big brands to, to be bold mm. um, and actually recognise that one in two people in the UK go through cancer at some point in their lives and... Um, we don't whisper behind closed doors about it. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's lovely. And I love, um, you know, Helen, you're also doing a little walk up the O2, which is the UK's biggest boob. <laughs> it's the UK's biggest boob. So that was something else we did. So we went knocking on the O2 door to say, could we light it? Like, 
pink maybe or brown you know like a big boob uh, and we'll climb up it and I was supposed to be doing it last Wednesday mm. those 36 women that found their cancer early mm. um, but unfortunately due to COVID mm. uh, we couldn't do it but COVID you're not going to keep us away for forever we will be doing it but we're going to move it to 2021 um, but what an achievement that will be for some of those women that have literally just come through treatment and who knows it might be more than 36 that climb climate with us next week well i think what's really interesting about that is this um i really want to talk about a little bit more about um purpose-driven brands because at the moment you know i think brands can give lip service to caring for people and everything but sometimes profit comes before that you know how you know with this sort of call to action how do you see brands like you said helping customers more and putting that at the heart of it um, do you mean brands when they're coming through the C list, or do you mean just brands? So, for example, you know, you said you're working with Monsoon and you're the post office. You know, why are they embracing this? Why are they seeing that as important to their corporate social responsibility? Or what do you think suddenly is making people or brands look up and say, "Look, I want to support this." Do you know what? It's a really interesting question because. I have been planning the, um, this month's um, content for the show for, gosh, for about six months. And so I've been contacting these brands for a long time. And it's now that they're seeing the traction that it's getting, that now they're like, oh, we want, we want in on this. What, right, what can we do? How can we do it? So, um, so it is interesting. I think that... A lot of people are affected by breast cancer. One in seven people are. Yeah. So most of these big corporations, they've been affected by it. Their own staff, the I suppose, isn't it? Their own staff, exactly. Yeah. So actually with Future Dreams, I've been going into a lot of these big companies and doing talks mm. on how to check and when to check and all that sort of stuff. Um, but also I think that, I, I do think that these big brands want to be seen to be more responsible I suppose and more reactive so monsoon for example I said to them could we look at changing your logo mm. so that the two o's in your name in monsoon are turned into a pair of boobs for the month I said that is going to get mm. your that's going to get your audience to you know perk up a little bit um and they said yes and they did it um so if you go on some monsoon website now it's all yeah it's a pair of boobs on there on their social media which is great um, and I just think is this a, is this a rise of a new ethical conscience do you feel I think so I think so and they're certainly much more reactive like they they turn things around a lot quicker now and yeah I mean like Dorothy Perkins today said to me can we get something up on our social media with you talking about you know, the top five questions that you're asked. I'm like, yeah, we can do that. You know, and they've got a platform of 450,000 followers. Wow. That's 900 boobs yeah. that are potentially going to get checked after seeing my mug saying, check your boobs. Yeah. Um, but they're on board with it. So it's, um, yeah, I just, I think I just got to keep riding this wave really. And, 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 and keep pushing out that it's not, and keep evolving it. I think that's really important, that it's, it doesn't have to just be a sticker on a mirror. Mm. It can be a leaflet in a thing. It can be a poster. It can go up on a billboard, which we've done as well. 
It can go on the underside of an aeroplane. Trust me, I've tried to do that as well. And I think as well, like you said, it can go into new ideas like the C-list, which is, yeah. you know, showing people Absolutely. the products. And then we were talking about, you know, part of the C-list could be evolution is around um, linking up with uh, bookshops, Amazon, Waterstones, whatever, and giving people a list of things to read. You know, because I don't know about you, the first thing I did was read every single book I possibly could, which is sort of good and bad, yeah. isn't it? Cover to cover and recipe books as yeah. well for those that want to like eat a bit cleaner um, whilst going through it and beyond. Um, the possibilities, I think, for the C list are endless, really, because there's all you know, there's subjects around mental health, there's subjects around you know, going back to work after going through um, a cancer diagnosis, children, how to tell your children, and, and also something that people ask me a lot is. Oh, I've got a friend that's about to go through chemo. What can I buy them? What can I think? So I'm, you know, I'm gift thinking boxes. candles, blankets, yeah, gift subscription-based business yeah. models, monthly, mm. monthly sort of throwouts for people, couldn't it? I mean, at that when yeah. I was going through, I'd have loved every month to have had like you know a little a little collection of things that could have helped me, you know, during that month. You know, there's a lot yeah. of. A, a lot of potential. So, do, Helen, do you feel like the world needs some bold thinking at the moment? I mean, obviously, you know, being in television, watching the news every day, being part of it, being an editor producer, you know, I think it's a bit dreary out there, you know, I mean, and, and understandably think, so. So, does the world need a bit of bold thinking? I think that the world absolutely does need a bit of bold thinking. I think we need to dress in brighter colours to cheer ourselves up. I think we need to be lighting those candles in our house that at the moment they've just been sat there for six months as like a fancy ornament. You know, let's we need we need to we need to grab life by the horns a little bit now. And I think 2020 has definitely taught us that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I, I I think bold is the new forward. We have to do it. Yeah, I totally Things do. No, I think I think as well. I think you know the opposite of that is almost like this sort of living in fear. And I think you know for me at the moment, creativity and ideation is massive. You know, it's almost like we've launched a thousand butterflies and they're all flying. And you know, entrepreneurs like you that have inherently worked for a big, you know, a big company are now thinking, what can I do? A for society. B for my life and also create a new idea that's really going to help and benefit people but you know has a sort of a a foundation goal but also um, you know a personal goal to sort of help improve and drive your life forward absolutely absolutely I could not agree more with that and I I feel a real I feel a real change in the tide in terms of yeah, you turn on the telly at the moment and it's doom and gloom and all the push news notifications that you get mm. coming through. Coming through, I've had to turn them off on yeah, my mobile now because me. it's just like ping, bad news, ping, bad news. I can't deal with it. So uh, what I can deal more is, is like watching David Attenborough on that. Yeah, I don't know if you've I seen that. It, planet, like, planet. You know, that is positive thinking it's things that we can do that will make a difference and make a change and just be kind god just be kind to each other that's one of my favorite quotes the Dalai Lama one I can never quite remember it but he said if you if you think you can't make a change try sleeping with a mosquito you know because that (laughs) whole thing about something so tiny and so small can be so massively dynamic 
an influence yes, on you. Yes. <laughs> so I look, I, I ab- Helen, I absolutely love it. I mean, I think as well. I think having worked with entrepreneurs and big brands and businesses for years, I think I can spot a brilliant idea from a mile off. And uh, I remember when Helen, I got the phone call from Helen, and she described it to me. Not only obviously have I got experience of you know going through cancer myself, but I thought, wow, this can massively help people. Um, you know, and and me and honest, you know, we're hundred percent behind you to get this out into the world for for many, many, many reasons. One is because we love you and we think you're amazing. This idea is brilliant, but two because we really think it can help people. I can't thank you and and your colleagues enough in terms of the help and support that I've had getting through this and just the ideas that you've come up with. Just to like it, what it's done is it's made me like spark other ideas, and I just feel like it's open. Like I said, it's given me wings and, and like open doors for me. And I've just really, yeah, I can just see it. It's like bringing my idea to life. Yeah. And you've just said yes to everything. It's just been brilliant. Yeah. Well, so thank you. We've loved doing it. And I think, you know, I think the world needs a lot of creativity at the moment. So we're sort of pushing that hard. So thank you for listening to Bold Thinking Entrepreneurial Stories Honestly Told Uh, join us next time to hear from more people making positive change in the world and thanks Helen Addis I absolutely love you I think you're brilliant and you're a shining light at the moment in the darkness so I'm really really glad you came on this podcast so much thank you so much for having me a complete honour thank you thanks Helen thanks